Frank Schwab from Yahoo Sports wrote about that possibility. You can find him on Twitter at Yahoo Schwab. Frank, we are re- uh, really appreciate you joining us now on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. How are you doing? Hey, good. How are you guys? Hey, we're doing well, Frank. We appreciate the time once again. And in your piece, you wrote about the possibility that David Tepper could bring Steve Wilkes on as the permanent head coach. We know that the players have been very vocal about wanting Steve Wilkes to remain as that guy. How much should their opinions matter to the owner and David Tepper? I think it should matter a lot. I mean, if you take a step back and these are the guys with their finger on the pulse. They they are literally living it every day with him leading them. They've obviously responded really well. They played really well. I think I think it should matter a lot. I think that you don't necessarily just want to make a hire based on what the players want because, you know, they, they don't know all your options out there. They don't, you know, maybe you can maybe you feel like Jim Harbaugh is going to be a better coach and you can make that decision better than a player who doesn't know Jim Harbaugh. But I think the fact that it seems like anyway, from being an outsider, every single Panthers player has been not just like, you know, kind of answering the question, but been very proactive and coming out and saying, we want Steve Wilkes. We, we want him to be considered for this job. He is a good coach. He has done a great job for us. I think that should matter in this whole evaluation process to say, hey, if it, if it is Wilkes, if we do we got a guy who the players have already responded to, and we kind of have a understanding already of what we're going to be getting out of him next season. You no, know, and Frank, I think you're right in the fact that, okay, I guess you could ask the question, what else do you want players to say? Do you want them to not back up publicly their head right. coach? But it does seem extremely vocal. They are making the case constantly. Difference. I think there's a total difference, yeah. Between, you, look, we, 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 real quick, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you're good. There's a difference between, like, we ask uh, Sam Darnold, hey, do you want Steve Wilkes back? Okay, he has to say yes. But it seems like, especially like Derek Brown yesterday, he was, it's very strong. There's a difference between, yeah, we really like him, and we, I'm going to go out of my way to say yes, we want him. Well, and J.C. Horn quote-tweeting that, you know, and saying, yeah. yes, mm-hmm. we absolutely want Steve Wilkes here. And so it begs this next question. If they do go a different direction and don't keep Steve Wilkes as the head coach, how much more pressure does that put on David Tepper to get it right? I mean, a lot. I wouldn't say extra, though, because there's always pressure. The quarterback and the coach are the two decisions you have to get right, and you are just going to be ridiculed almost if you don't get it right. You're probably going to lose a lot of football games if you don't get it right, too. I'm based in Colorado, and the general manager here, George Payton, has done a lot of great things. It really doesn't matter because he he was instrumental in hiring Nathaniel Hackett and trading for Russell Wilson, and that hasn't worked out. So I just think that there's a ton of pressure on Tepper to get this right. And also there's this, you know, as you guys know, there's this growing reputation he's getting as just being this impulsive he just wants to do like everything big without really thinking it through. And that's why the Jim Harbaugh thing was no surprise at all, because he's a big name and he'd be splashy and you know, he could make this big move when maybe the small smaller move might end up being better. But I mean if he gets this wrong again after absolutely whiffing on Matt Rule, absolutely whiffing on all the quarterback decisions they've made, uh yeah, it's it you're setting your franchise back every time you you make a mistake and one of those two decisions, and, and the general manager too. So, I yeah, a lot of pressure on him. Got to get it right because it's been a long time since the Panthers have had this go right. Frank Westbrine here. So, if you were sitting in David Tepper's seat, and let's say you didn't hire Wilkes, what would the candidate that you would bring in have to have 
that maybe you see that Wilkes may not have at this moment or may not possess? And see, that's the thing. I, I'd, I'd go with Wilkes, honestly. Like, I, I get I get shooting high. I get... Right, well, hypothetically, what would the candidate maybe have that maybe you feel like he might not have? Right, and and for Tep, I think it's just big name. Like, I, maybe a track record. Look, Jim Harbaugh's been in a Super Bowl. Like, I mean, he has that track record that Steve Wilkes just doesn't have. Steve Wilkes has been a coach for one and a half seasons now, basically, and his record off the top of my head is about... What would it be about eight and seventeen or something like that? I mean, a little bit of the word eight and nineteen, I believe. So he doesn't have that track record. He doesn't have that, you know, the 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 big splashy name. But I think that's all. I think everything else I want in a head coach. This is just me talking, and what do I know? But I like a guy who can lead. I. I don't need a great X's nose guy. That's what coordinators are for. I, I want a Mike Tomlin. I want a John Harbaugh. I want a guy who is obviously smart with football and, and understands the entire scheme, but I want a guy who leads because when you get into like, oh, this guy's the best play caller for this offense, you bring him in and you understand, understand pretty quickly like Nathaniel Hackett in Denver, it's not the same job. The coaching, The head coaching job is completely different than the coordinator. And NFL teams get this wrong time after time after time where they just go and get the best play caller they can get. And then they bring them in and realize being a play caller and a coach is pretty overwhelming. And usually the the Sean Paytons and Andy Reid's of the world that could do both, it's pretty rare. So for me, you know, what would a candidate have that Steve Wilkes doesn't have? It, it, It would just be track record to me, basically, or a big name or somebody could sell the fans on. Because I think that otherwise, if I'm just looking at candidates, Steve Wilkes, to me anyway, I, maybe I'm just being too, uh, overrating too much what Steve Wilkes has done over these past 11 games or whatever it's been, uh, but I really like what I've seen out of them. It, it's a team that was dead in the water at 1-4, and four, traded away their best player, and they have just found ways to win. They have really responded to him. He is a good leader. He got a raw deal in Arizona. He really did. He deserved more time there. So I don't hold that against him. I think he's a great candidate for them. Once you get beyond, hey, these, th- we know Jim Harbaugh is a Super Bowl coach. Uh, yeah, okay, I, I get that list. But once you get beyond that, I, I'm just sticking with Steve Wilkes rather than just going with the flavor of the month offensive coordinator of whatever team. Well, what, with what you feel about Coach Wilkes, do you feel like that he could go in with this team next season and just upgrade at different positions and this team can really make a run of things? Or do you feel like it is imperative for him to find that quarterback? And that's the thing. I but look. I mean, I, we do have to give Sam Darnold some credit. He has looked pretty good the past what five, six weeks. I don't know that that means he's the answer. But that's look. That's the key. That's what Steve Wilkes didn't have the first time. He was coaching that Arizona Cardinals team with Josh Rosen as his quarterback, and Josh Rosen has barely played since his rookie year because everybody kind of realized that he was really overdrafted. So quarterback's always going to matter. Uh, it does, but you can't. I, I mean, you just. You got to get the first thing right first, and that's the coach. Well, who's your best candidate as coach? What is the best thing you can do for the Carolina Panthers as coach? And I think that in this NFC South, it's wide open. Especially, I mean, I assume Brady's not going to be back with Tampa Bay next year unless there's massive changes there. So, what team in the NFC South really seems to be rising? I think you could make an argument it's the Panthers. They do got to get the quarterback thing right, but a lot of other pieces are in place. If you get the right coach, and then you figure out the quarterback situation after that, I have no reason to believe the Panthers can't win. They can't win a division next season. 
Frank Schwab from Yahoo Sports joining us on Wesson Walker, the Body Works Plus guest hotline, 92.7 FM. Frank, how attractive do you think this Carolina job is to a head coach? I don't know. That, that's a really interesting question. I think it's we, – we always overrate, like, oh, who's the quarterback? Because – this is still like think about any of us picking a job, right? Like there's a lot of things involved: where you live, uh, the people you're around, who you if you trust your bosses. I, I don't honestly think that working for David Tepper is something that's overly attractive to a lot of people right now. Other than he's going to cut a lot of checks. I mean, we know that he's going to spend money, but I think the overall. It's hard to say. I, I think it's a good place to live. It's a good place to be. You're not dealing, you know, you're not going to the AFC West where you got to deal with Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert for the next 10 years either. So that part is a pretty soft landing for a coach. I think it's in the middle of the road. I think it's a, it's a good opening. It's not great. It's not, it's not one of those where, you know, teams are just going to be pounding down the door to talk to <laughs> David Tepper about this job opportunity. But I think it's just fine. And I think that the right candidate can look at that job opening and see the potential of it, especially in the short term with the NFC South not being very good. Yeah, Frank, you also, you know, t- you talk about the division. You mentioned that you would be surprised if Tom Brady was back with Tampa Bay. So how much of this attractiveness, if you will, you know, as we're talking about the weak division, where does New Orleans rank as far as their future projection? Same thing with Atlanta that still doesn't have their quarterback unless you think Desmond Ritter could be the guy. And then same with Tampa who might lose Tom Brady. I mean, how long is it going to take before this division gets back to any kind of respect level with a couple of uh, Super Bowl representatives in the last decade. Yeah, I mean, good points. I mean, it's going to be a few years. I mean, unless you just hit on a quarterback, like let's say one of these teams, whether it's New Orleans or in Carolina, it brings in Derek Carr and, and he just, you know, plays like he did last season and is really good right away. Okay, that can turn it around pretty quick. That's the thing about the NFL. We always overrate this whole Oh, you set your franchise back this many years. You, you it's going to take this many years to dig out of this hole. It's not. Everybody's like, it's set your franchise back ten years. Ten years is like six lifetimes in the NFL. <laughs> we, mm-hmm. we just overrate that so much. Five years is a lot. You can turn around pretty much any situation in two or three years with the right draft picks, hit on the right quarterback, and all that kind of stuff. So, I think with any of these teams, if you just hit the right quarterback, whether it's in the draft, whether you know you you go out and you get your Dak Prescott in the third round. You just hit that lottery. I, it's hard to do, but if if one of these teams can do that, it's wide open for somebody to be really, really dominant in this division for the next few years. It's just every every single team has to figure out the quarterback. I don't believe Desmond Ritter is the answer in Atlanta, at least not based on what we've seen. I don't want to bury him yet. He could be, but not based on what we've seen yet. I don't think New Orleans has any idea who its quarterback in the future is. And then Tampa, yeah, they're they're probably unless Brady does come back. And even if he does, he's 46. One way or another, Tampa's kind of going into this uncertain future quarterback, too. So, hey, it's right there for Carolina to be that team to, to take charge of this division and say, you know, we're one good draft and the quarterback decision right away from winning two or three division titles in a row. What do you think the perception of this team would be from the outside as far as how uh, coaches, other coaches, and players would view this Panthers organization if they don't hire Steve Wilkes? I think it would just have to, it just depends on who they hire. I think if it is Harbaugh, who is just the name? I just, you know, I mean, there's a handful of names out there that are just such big names. I don't think anybody would fault them for that. I think if, I even think, honestly, Steve Wilkes would kind of be like, well, okay, Jim Harbaugh, you're going you're gonna to do that. He's a huge name, and again, he's had a great, great success with the 49ers back in the day. So I think if it's a hire like that, 
you kind of look at it and you say, okay, that, that makes sense. Now, if he goes and hires some kind of random college coach again and pays him $62 million like he did Matt Rule, I think that people will roll their eyes a little bit and say, what's this guy doing? It's just an I think it just depends on who he would hire other than Steve Wilkes. I think it, if it's a justifiable hire, you go get – I mean, I'm trying to – I, I, I'm just trying to think of somebody who might be on the market who you'd want. Like, like, uh, not that this would happen, but if Mike Tomlin wasn't, it didn't return to the Steelers. They hired him. Everybody in the world would say, "Oh, that's a that's a great hire." Who can? You know, sorry, Steve Wilkes, but it just wasn't your time. Whereas if they just hire some, they hire the Philadelphia Eagles offensive coordinator. I, I don't. I, I just wonder if people would think, does David Tepper know what he's doing? I think there's a lot of skepticism about David Tepper as far as who he is as an owner. If he, look, he's a guy who made his billions you know wall street basically he's not a football guy he doesn't necessarily know how to run a football business he just i believe from the outside looking in viewed this as i can just overtake this by the force of my personality and i'm just going to make all these big moves and we're going to be winners right away when you realize the nfl is a different world than the business world so I, I think there's a lot of skepticism about tepper and it'll be very interesting to see how this coaching hire uh, shakes out that's Frank Schwab joining us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. Follow him on Twitter at Yahoo Schwab. Just uh, dropped an article yesterday about the Panthers and how the players have shown support for Steve Wilkes to getting that permanent job. You can check that out. Short read on YahooSports.com. Frank, thanks so much for the time, man. We really appreciate it. Absolutely, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks.